Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? I got a question. You got any excuses tonight, Roy? Let's not ask questions like that. Let's test gloves go to work. Tonight, Roy. Let's go to work. You don't know shit about boxing. So, ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages, this is the Cheap Seats Boxing Show with JP. We're just gonna, you know, talk about a few boxing things because we need to. So, first and foremost, uh, Daniel Dubois had a second round knockout, you know, Saturday. But what's most important is Jose Ramirez won over Victor Postal, right? Uh, Arizlandi Lara run over Vendetti, right? Tim Tzu knocked out, uh, um, come on, come on, give it to me now, da -da -da -da. Jeff Horn prior to that. And Dillian White got knocked out in the fifth, this is important, the fifth round by Povetkin. And uh, Joe Smith beat Alvarez, knife. Round. Now, the last time you heard uh, from Angelo, he said I was going to touch on some things. I waited because that was, I want to say, Friday. They fought Saturday. And I just waited on, I watched some of the fights, and then I waited on the news. So, going backwards. The thing that he was talking about with Joe Smith being ready while these other fighters are not necessarily ready. This is why partially I was saying that, you know, this is a prime time for somebody like Manny Pacquiao because even though they have this pandemic and people have layoffs, what you're looking at is a lot of fighters. Big names, you know, who are not really in shape. You know, who are not really... And I understand people not being sharp, per se, because... During the pandemic, you, you weren't able to spar for a little bit. But not being in shape. You know, people missing weight. What this tells me it, it, and is that a lot of these fighters are really not as well prepared as they say. When you're doing this for a living, and this is what I do, this is what put food on, this is what puts food on the table, this is how I feed my family, this is how I make money, but with so many people being out of shape, it's a problem. Bringing in a person like Joe Smith. Good fighter. But, like Angelo said, he's been working when, when people have not been working. When people have been resting, he's been working because he works in construction. Now I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Dillian White and Alexander Povetkin, if I'm not mistaken, they just... Got a rematch, a rematch, okay? It was a rematch, I want to say November 14th or 21st. So, until possibly get it back. 
Now, when I started off talking about he got knocked out in the fifth round. Now, yeah, he was winning the fight, but it was the fifth round. If you Normally, if you get knocked out in the fifth round, you know, it's like, well, it's over. You were winning the fight, but you, it's the fifth round. This is not like he was beating the guy handily and it's the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th round. This is round five. But he needs to get a rematch. My opinion, no, he doesn't. Because you didn't even make it to the first half of the fight. But people got to do what they got to do. I'm going to skip over to Zoo and Horn. Eris Landy Lara is very interesting to me. You know, he's a very interesting fighter in this aspect. He won, he's getting older, and now you, you're looking at a fighter who could possibly be had. But people still don't necessarily want that fight. They might want the problem, but not necessarily the fight because he's very difficult to beat. For one, uh, for two, as Angelo talked about, he punches harder than people give him credit for, so he could hurt somebody. But the only fight I can see being made is between him and Hurd, because he still has a belt. Hurd would like to get a title, and I'm sure Lara would like love to get a rematch because it was the 12th round that ended that fight. Really, everything else it was you know you know. You can say it went either way. So, outside of the herd fight, I don't see where else this goes. Now, getting into Jose Ramirez. Okay, first and foremost, competitive fight, but it wasn't close. Okay, um, it was considered a what 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 majority decision. Not unanimous, but now here's the thing. People don't give postal enough credit, and then they and, and then they overdo it because they don't give him enough credit. He's really a, a, a underappreciated fighter, just like Jose Ramirez. But Victor is 36. So he's lost three fights. Okay? He's lost, now he's lost three fights. He lost his first fight to Terrence Crawford. He lost his second fight to Josh Taylor. He lost his third fight to Jose Ramirez. So let, let this sink in. At 36, you got to be the best of the best to beat this guy. Now, I saw Regis Progress say he could whip both of them. And I don't see uh, him fighting Jose Ramirez next. I see this is ultimately Jose Ramirez, Josh Taylor. Now, what I also see is, this in my opinion, just in my opinion, uh, Progray versus Postal. So that could be a fight, say an undercard fight, you know, winner takes on the champ, you know. You know, either way it goes, it could be a rematch, right? 
Depends on who wins, it could be a rematch. Progray and Taylor win, rematch, right? For all the models. That was a close fight anyways. Um, or, you know, vice versa. Um, Postal and, um, and Ramirez. My apologies about that, ladies and gentlemen. But what, what caught me by all of this stuff is the boxing news that came up out of all of these situations. And I'm looking at this stuff like, okay, all right, so what are we about right now? And if people don't understand what I'm saying, I'm going to back up because, yeah, the, the rematch, uh, Povetkin and Dillian White is the 14th or the 21st. Warren is willing to make Usyk versus Dubois for WBO. But Usyk wants to fight Joshua. He doesn't want to step aside. Now, the reason why I bring this up, and it's like Kell Brook is still uh, pushing for um, probably fighting Terrence Crawford. Now, this is why I have to make this commentary particularly. This is a for the most part top rank going on with when you when I'm talking about uh Ramirez Taylor fighting. Because Taylor had to go to get on top rank to pitch for to get this fight. And I wanna personally say this just as a fan, okay? I have the utmost respect for the fighters who, who makes who take stances to show how badly they want to fight other people. To the point that you know what? I'm going to get I'm going to go over to your promotional company so I can get the opportunity to fight you. Now, what gets me about these situations also is when you have fighters going to promotional companies to get fights, big fights, you know, unfortunately, most of the time, you just get stalled out for the fight. You can't go over there, you know, one fight in, prove yourself, you know, create the buzz, now you and this person got the fight. It has to be some kind of monkey wrench thrown in it. And this is what bothers me as a fan, like, because it makes the fighters look bad because now, oh, we're going to make the fight bigger, we're going to make the fight bigger. At this particular juncture, Ramirez Taylor needs to be made quickly because first and foremost, there's no way around this, there is no big fights. Pandemic, this whole year has been a pandemic in itself. There is no big fights, okay? The only big fights you're going you're gonna to have in boxing is, say, you know, if Floyd Mayweather unretires and fights Manny Pacquiao again. Other than that, no. Other than that, you got, you know, Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. It's not a big fight. It would have been a big fight if it was Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford. They're still trying to make the Wilder Fury fight. Not Wilder Fury. But um, Joshua Fury fight, which that could be a big fight. But 
people are getting in the way. Now, one of the reasons why I just why I brought that up is also about Ramirez beating Postal. I always post sometimes it's postal, sometimes it's postal. Excuse me for the uh my bad name language, right? He want they wanted to compare his performance versus Taylor and uh Crawford. Well here's the thing. Age, different styles, different, you know, approach technically different. So stop thinking, you know, I get it. It's a good, you know, ooh, if you beat this guy handily, it shoots you up into the ranks. Certain fighters are not just going to let you do that, even if they lose, okay? it's not that's, they, They're not going to just go out on the shield to make you a star. Ain't going to happen. And the reason I bring that up is because Jamal Charlo has, is getting the same thing with Derevinchenko. You know, if he could beat him, you know, more handily than Triple G beat him, who that was debatable, you know, <laughs> that then it says star power. To me, yeah, if, I mean, if you if you have an impressive performance, that's what that was. You if you win impressively versus somebody who versus somebody who is definitely a dog in the business, then you got to give a person props for that. But I don't see how this is going to play out well because both fighters are in shape. So let me use uh, Charlo and Derinchenko in this way. They are ready to fight. That's the great thing. They, they're kind of the, the difference from the norm right now. Now, because one of the things I was talking to Angelo about was I mean, this could be. There's a video about out about uh, Tank Javante Tank Davis doing a circuit workout, and it's like he's trying to lose. They're trying to get make him lose a pound a day. Now, if I'm not mistaken, his fight versus Leo Santa Cruz is October the 24th or something like that. So, if that you know. He's got to lose a pound a day right now. I mean, in some ways, okay, they're trying to get him down so they can actually do some some high vibe, some high quality training. I get that. But what I don't get is at his at his size, why is weight continually an issue with him? Either at his size, and for his age, I mean, this would mean he just can't make that weight. And ironically, with this fight between Leo, Leo is is really in the in the uh, how can I say this? He's naturally smaller than Javante, right? But you know, Leo's gonna make weight. Tank is like, yeah. So what are we doing here? And you know. To his credit, there was another video about of him racing in the parking lot. People who felt like they could beat him because he wasn't, they felt you know he wasn't in enough shape or whatever. I ain't gonna lie, he got him. He got him in the race. You know, I saw the second time. No, you, 
you know, you, you didn't get out out the blocks first and you wanted to stop. I, you know, we do that in the hood as kids. I know when you know you're about to lose a race off the bat and you just, oh, no, it's not fair. I saw that too. But that's not the point. I'm just being petty. Don't worry about what I just said. This becomes problematic, though, because weight is becoming an ongoing issue. I'm glad you're nipping and trying to nip it in the bud early, but they shouldn't put that out right now because I, you know, I haven't seen or heard anything from Leo Santa Cruz. He's just training. You know, there's another thing that happened. Um, a, a father of a young fighter, young up-and-coming fighter, you know, said he got the best of Tank and Sparn. And the father's putting that out, you know, because in some, in some aspects he's proud of his son because his son's a teenager. And other aspects, you know, it's promoting his son. But this is bad business for promoting Tank as a fighter. In some ways, it's like, okay, you know, this kid giving him the business, you know, you know, you could give the Santa Cruz camp like, hey, you know, it happens. But you got to take into consideration, you know, everybody that, you know, even champions don't win all their sparring sessions. Even great fighters and Hall of Fame fighters don't win in sparring all the time, Okay. Some some days, and some fighters get them. You know, it might be, you know, one fighter might get them three, four, five rounds, and, and, it, and he might dominate the next fighter. You know, it, you just don't, you know, it happens. So, you know, this could be, you know, um, a false alarm, or it could be quite telling. You know, if this becomes a habit and you hear other stories come out in the next month, then it's going to be a problem. You know, being that you can technically say it's the beginning, you know, it's like, eh, he's not sharp yet. But this is this this is becoming an issue. And I've talked about this earlier and before, and Angelo knows what I'm talking about. I'm starting to really dislike the culture of boxing and the social media. You know, kind of like, you know, sometimes when people want to challenge you to a fight and then they say yeah I'm, 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 I want to fight you and I'm like okay let's do it and then they say well, well let's put it on camera why would you put a street fight on camera see they're doing the same thing as far as sparring and interviews where you're putting gym business on camera for the world to see now I'm talking about it so I'm guilty too so yes hypocritical yes true enough at least I can admit it. But this is this is becoming a problem because I said this before. You're gonna have a lot of sparring champions who never be actual champions because they spend so much time on social media saying that they did good in the gym that that doesn't it, it doesn't they don't do as good in the ring. They already got their followers. They already got an income based on their social media pre, uh, presence. They might be selling merchandise. You know this, that, and the third. So, it becomes, you know, really, really problematic to me. Now, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was, I didn't, it was ESPN. And the reason I want to talk about ESPN is, their relationship with Top Rank. And I didn't think about this at the time. 
because they because top rank and ESPN are working or hand in hand, they really should do a better job promoting their top rank fighters. Because all of these fighters have a different platform. So they have ESPN, uh, the PBC has Fox Showtime, the Zone has their own their app or whatever. I think um, somebody, you know, Sky Sports in, in the UK. Like, I, I, I look at this and I'm thinking to myself, this really shows me how incompetent or lazy or cheap promote, promotion has become in boxing because in some aspects, this is a prime time to have promotion on because during the pandemic, there were no sports, really. There's still technically no sports. You know, you even get, you know, certain, the NCAA is going to, it's like halfway in, halfway out. Uh, the NFL is going to get up and running. The bubble has got the NBA, uh, you know, they got stuff on ESPN, but, you know, fans are not really rocking with it like that. But if you got things like ESPN, you should, you know, it, they've been starved for some type of sports story. So they should be something with top-ranked fighters, you know, as far you know, more interviews, you know, clip, snippets, clips, you know, maybe, you know, um any kind of little piece, you know, you know, E60 type of piece on these fighters, something, right? Because they, that's a that's a huge platform to not take full advantage of. Uh, that's problematic to me. I'm sorry, that's just problematic to me. And I feel the same way about you know the PBC fighters and Fox. Fox is a huge platform. Uh, you can't get around that, like. You can put those fights up everywhere. Like they have Fox Sports had the, it's a Fox Sports channel, so it should be more fighters. Now this is where I will get get um, into fighters, young and old, and even the ones who should be more famous than they are. You're not social media savvy in the aspect of y'all cuss too much. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, you cuss too much. You know, you want to be real on your page, but, you know, I think the people are scared of what you would say if they just let you be free. Like, y'all need to have, some of you fighters, if you're promoting yourself, you need to have a um, a radio version of you too. And the the parental advisory version of you. You get what I'm saying? You the regular version of you, you can you can get on TV and not and not be over the top like that. I'm seeing too many interviews where it's like, man, like y'all just It's not that you lack personality, it's that you just you lack the ability to 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 think about, you know what? If I start cussing, less people going to be able to watch this. You know, and you want maximum views for maximum uh, publicity for maximum, t- you know, ticket or pay-per-view sales. Canelo doesn't speak much English, but you, you, he, you can tell he's savvy enough to say, look, I ain't finna say nothing overly crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
just we're gonna keep it. I'm a fighter, I'm gonna talk like a fighter, but eh. I mean, people think you know, you gotta be um, like Andre Ward, you know what I'm saying? They feel like that's too much. Well, find a middle ground, you know, like cable, you can cuss, regular television, you can't cuss, social media, you. You better give a, you know, give a, a way, like, hey, <laughs> listen, this interview might go left. You know, so the reason I'm saying that is because I really just want boxing to be at the forefront as it should be because, in a, you know, you got the UFC being able to fight, fight Island and all that other stuff, and boxing is just hit or miss. You know, Sean Porter had the fight he won or whatever, but... It's like, man, all of these fighters are playing. And what I mean by playing is the bigger names are just chilling. Like, I understand why Errol Spence is fighting. You get what I'm saying? Because almost a year ago, he would have been in, in which would, what could have been a career-ending car wreck. I understand why he's fighting. What I don't understand is why all of these other fighters are not fighting. You know, and I, and I applaud the, the, the young uh, fighters, the, the lesser known fighters or the quote unquote no name fighters for fighting because I'm going to be honest, you know, y'all have become the backbone of boxing, but even, but you can't get the shine that you deserve if you're a good young up and coming fighter or a good unknown name of a fighter if you're not on a car with, with bigger names. And, and and this is what's problematic to me about some of these fighters is a lot of y'all smelling yourselves to the point that y'all ain't really putting in the work that y'all should. And it's costing other fighters. You know, you want to be on the top by starving out the bottom. Not cool. You know, this this is, in a sense, you know, I, I, Angelo has his reasons for not wanting to cover the smaller fights like we used to. And I have mine, and one and one of my reasons is one of my reasons is because the bigger fighters are are BS. So we might as well just talk up because just because they got a bigger name don't mean they're better fighters. What it is is, you know, some of these guys got to get knocked off, and so we can move on to people who should be fighting, like Jojo Diaz, you know, which I predicted was going to win the title. Didn't think he was going to win it against the farmer, but hey, whatever. He doesn't get a chance to show to defend his title like he should right now because of this. You know what I'm saying? This is problematic to me. This is very problematic to me. The, the rematches that we would like to see are not going to happen because people are playing games. Who's Thurman going to fight? We don't know, right? This, this becomes the problematic game when you're dealing with people who are about to fight. Or they could talk about, like, Gary Russell Jr. I like him, but, you know, he's not going to fight Terrence Crawford. I don't, and, I mean, the, all all the, the, the money goes towards um, Kell Brook, like I talked about earlier. So, uh, who's he going to fight if, if not that? Because he can't fight Leo because that's who he wanted to fight originally. So, who's next? What's next? You get what I'm saying? Personally, I think this stuff needs to get fixed ASAP, you know. And I understand people want safety. I get all of that. 
and, and, and there's definitely a need for safety. But for all the, the young fighters, uh, the known fighters and the up-and-coming fighters, I said this previously. This is why you see older fighters, retired fighters, still taking up the, um, the, the, the press, the news, the, 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 the spark, the, the shine, because, you know, they can leverage their celebrity. You can't. A lot of these guys have, have showmanship and a mystique that they can still leverage. But if you're not fighting, you can't build that. And if the big fighters won't fight you, or they're playing games, holding you know, holding on to their to, to their uh, quote unquote pride because you ain't big enough, this is what happens. Still, it puts a freeze on the actual game. This is why I partially why I understand, even though I don't like it, the social media buzz because these fighters understand. You know what? I can't. You know, it's not like I could get in the room with these fighters and they actually. And we actually have an exchange, and they say, look, if you do X, Y, and Z, we'll fight. Because we've seen that before, where win a title, we'll talk. People win a title, they still don't talk. Problematic. So, at this point, I'm going to leave it here. Um, There's just a little bit of news, opinion, you know, review. So, thank y'all for rocking with us. We're going to catch y'all the next time. Peace. Again, I'll be the next heavyweight champion Call me crazy, but no one can fake me I'm the product of the projects Lost me crazy, throw your hands up Mr. Bruno, ride Big Mike Tyson about to brutalize that ass tonight No hesitation, one of the whole nation I'll be dead ass so bad I probably violate probation Through demonstration as I strategize information Intent to kill, so it's real like I'm catching cases <laughs> Let the world know I plan to die If I don't leave